perspective, experience, and a sense of humor. If you don't get it, listen closer. Gil Whiteley says things you need to think about. If you're wondering if he just said that, he did. Whiteley so. Mile High Sports. People, <laughs> that's when they that's when they go down and they stay down. <laughs> We're gonna count. No, don't bother. 303-831-1340. And uh just you missed the first I, maybe you're lucky enough to have heard the first segment. Chris Marlowe joins us, the voice of, of your Denver Nuggets. Or are they Peyton Mannings? Uh say it again, Gil. Are are they your Denver Nuggets or are they Peyton Mannings? It's our Denver Nuggets. Correct? Yeah. Well, no. Peyton Manning was talking in last night yep. on Monday Night Football. He says, "You're beating you're beating my Nuggets." Talking to LeBron James. And exactly. Then, and then Twitter world blew up. Peyton Manning just said it by name, my Nuggets. Well, he lives he lives in Denver. You know, he won a uh, an NFL championship here. I uh, wouldn't expect anything less. Although, if he's doing a Colts game, he's probably talking about uh, the Pacers. But, so, it, but uh, it was just good to hear. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that, too, when he said it. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's a, and in the first segment today, we were talking and we're talking about playbooks and stuff. And and and, my, and Mark Cooper, when I looked, turned to him, I said, you probably, you know, because there's things an NFL player knows that you don't know unless you're an NFL player. Just small stuff. Same with, I said, you probably don't even think to play that there's any plays in, in volleyball or, or ever have been playbooks. He says, what? Really? I, I said, I said, yeah, we played beach volleyball. I, I <laughs> like I said, all we're doing is looking at the bikinis. Yeah. But even that, beach volleyball, that, if you watch beach volleyball, just before the serve, they'll show, this, they'll oh, show yeah, the I guy s- with his hands, he'll be calling the stats. I've seen the gals do that. I've never seen yeah. that with like six people playing. Yeah, they never show the men giving the hand signals. It's yeah. always the women for some reason. It, it, it's a I very why. limited, a limited. <laughs> <laughs> it's a limited view of the game. Uh, it's a great a view. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, all sports have plays. Uh, I just getting back to the Manning thing. I think that's that's just fantastic. I really enjoy it. Uh, they have to be careful who they add to the mix. I think they're. Getting I agree. Idea of which guys are in informational. It's hard to have someone. And I thought it was interesting LeBron's uh, appearance the other night. I thought he was okay, but since he he's not a football player, he's not a quarterback. He does have some football knowledge, obviously, but uh, I think uh, the the quarterbacks, the old time quarterbacks, are are the way to go on that. Yeah, I would like to see more uh, Archie Manning uh, with that, and I promised you. After week one, the football IQ in America went up 70% of people listening and saying, God, I never knew that. I didn't know that. And, and Eli Manning's IQ went up about another 25%. Yeah. I, I think Eli Manning, is, he looks at him like, wow, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, he, you know, Eli, yeah, obviously Peyton is the star of the show. You know, he's the Nikola Jokic of the bunch. But Eli, he's very subtle in some of the stuff that he says. You know he's got a very uh, uh, low key delivery, so you're you're thinking, am I listening? Oh yeah, that's kind of interesting. If you listen closely to Eli, he's he's really smart. He's really that the thing he did with the hip turns the other night. Yes, uh, I saw that. <laughs> was brilliant. Yeah, 
Uh, he wasn't so smart when he did a double bird to the TV cameras. Yeah, you know, for some reason I had stepped away and I, I didn't really get what that was all about. Did he think he was not on air at the time? Flip the bird to the TV cameras. On yeah, he was some of seven-year-olds and nine-year-olds shoot yeah. double flipping them off in the, at the Eagles games. Yeah, and, it, and around and the they, country. They, yeah, they're not learning anything from Eli. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, the old saying: uh, you're always on. Uh, be careful what you say around any microphone. Oh yes, despite indeed. Despite what they tell you, if they've got a camera around, don't don't do something. That's stupid. the rule. You don't know yeah, that. You you know, look, not, Mark Cooper doesn't know that. But if there's microphones, you just always have to think that they're they're live. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Even if it's that. the board up, just trying to listen to what you're saying. Yeah, and it, it's it's serious too because you could lose your job. You can virtually lose your job and and never work in the business again if you say something. Oh yeah, cool. and se- several guys in the last three years have lost their job when they weren't on mic. They'd, right. Uh, and they, you know they they said something stupid. Yeah, or you're not. You think you're not on air. You're not on air, but you're on mic, and they recorded. Uh, you know, look what happened to Rachel. Uh, uh, that wasn't even said over the air, I don't believe. And then, uh, oh no, he, yeah, someone recorded it, and there she went. You know, you know what's interesting though is that you know, you know, they used to call it Tampa Two, and they they call it you know Two Deep or Two Cover Two, or some people call it you know one, Cover One, Two, Three, Four, Five, Six, Seven, depending on what it is. And then there's variations of all that with Zone and and uh, doubles on sides and stuff like that. But what's really what's what's weird about it is like people as I'm in working or I'm you know, in the office or whatever, somebody will come in and start talking about it. And, and I'll go, yeah, the, pro, the vernacular, you know, like when I went to Tampa, it was the same stuff, just called different, right? Yep. From Denver, it was just different. Every And, you know, it was opposites were even and evens were opposites. I mean, it was crazy. So, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, it would be interesting to have somebody on and talk about, like maybe a John come on and, and, and old quarterbacks, like we're saying, and come on and talk about what they actually called that. Like we called it uh, too deep of blue coverage back in college, right? Yeah. So you know everything; it's all the same. It just had different names. So I, I thought I thought that that was one of the most enlightening things about the Mannings when when Peyton basically explained what it's like to go from one franchise to another franchise that has completely different terminology, and he's calling the false play in Denver, and and, and it, you're reading the card, but you're not really invested in the play until you get to the line of scrimmage. And I, I just thought that was wonderful insight. You don't think about that; you think you just you just go to another team and learn all the plays, and away you go, but it's not that simple. No, yeah, it really is not. And, and we've, we've had this discussion, Mark and I, a bunch yeah. of times. I thought it was cool when he came out and said, uh, just recently he said, he said people asking him what the things meant, and he said, he said, well, you know, he said, well, when I use Rocky in, in the call, you know, they, they, you know, people go, what does that mean? He said, Rocky was the left-hander. We're going to the left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that simple. And, and and a lot of the quarterbacks are using like, you know, hip hop names and past cultural things. I, I I saw something. There was a Damian Lillard call uh, that was going to be a long pass or something. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's a lot of fun. And I think Peyton has really helped with that. And obviously, when he was with the uh, the Broncos, the calls, the the Omaha, the hurry, hurry, the, all the stuff that he did was was wildly entertaining for me. And, okay, uh, I got to get serious here now. <laughs> okay. I, I hate to do that with you, but has anybody ever proven less when paid a two hundred seven million dollar mark salary, uh, max salary? Uh, at because I, I don't think Michael Porter has proven a lot of things yet. 
Uh, and one thing I would like to have seen out of Michael Porter from last year is that he was a professional basketball player, meaning you can count on him every night. He's, uh, he's going to come in. He's going to count on him every night. He's going to be – now, I know he's working on a lot of things, and I know they had to pay him, but I can't remember someone who has proven – who hasn't proven as much as I think he should to get a $207 million payout. I like Michael Porter, I, and, I, and, I, and I think he's going to be a star in this league. So don't take that in the wrong way. I've already taken it the wrong way. Well, go ahead. (laughs) I I think I think they're smart to lock Michael Porter Jr. up. Oh Uh, yeah, he is he is a a player of the future. He made a tremendous jump last year. You and I had this discussion. He was the most improved player in the league. He he really was. It wasn't the guy in New York who averaged nineteen and a half and then averaged twenty four and a half. He was a good player, really good player. But Porter went from nine points to nineteen. He had incredible stats. Is he the complete player that we all want him to be? No, not yet. Yeah, but he you're can't, betting he can't hold on to the ball. Gill, two hundred million uh, in five years. <laughs> it could be five hundred million. You you just don't That'll know be. where that's going. And I want to I want to say something on your air because I know you got a you got a good audience out there. I hope this puts to rest the the notion, the comments. Uh, that that Stan and Josh Kroenke uh, somehow will not pay marquee players, that they won't open the bank books, that they're cheap, that for some reason they, they won't go all the way. The Nuggets have gone all in. They've got four highly paid players, three of them max. They've got a lot of good role players. And they got and they them for a long time. They're not, yeah. They got them right now for a long yeah. time. Yeah, they do. They do, and this is the window, and as soon as Jamal Murray gets back, uh, then the clock is ticking. I think they're going to be a really good team without him. You mentioned the other day you thought they could be top five. I think they can be, too. And I think in the absence of Murray, we're going to get a chance to see what, what I'm fascinated. How good is Bones Highland? I mean, is he a diamond in the yeah. rock? He'll get a, he's going to get a chance to play. How good is P.J. Dozier, who was just starting to blossom last year, uh, when he got hurt, uh, what about Will Barton? Is he legitimate? Is he a legitimate star? Uh, he's worked his way up. He's he, he's he's buffed up in the off season. He's ready for a big year. I mean, these guys, uh, you know, if they can all take another step, you know, you think about the continuing improvement of Nikola Jokic and and, uh, and Gordon and, and some of these other guys. Uh, the Nuggets are going to be a handful, and I'm I'm anxiously awaiting the start of the season. How many general managers can say that he drafted guys, uh, he drafted three guys in the last, like, five years that turned into max players? The max players on most of these teams, they came in from other teams and got their, ended up getting their money. They drafted all of their max players. Yeah, one was the seventh pick. That was Murray. One was the fourteenth pick. That was Porter, yeah. and, and that that's turning out to be the steal of the draft. And the other guy turned out to be MVP. He was drafted during a burrito commercial. Yeah, so, <laughs> it, uh, it, that's the truth. There was a commercial on. Yeah, no, so I think Conley has done a fabulous job. As he made a uh, error along the way here and there, yes, but but all general managers have. And now, you know, I remember a year ago. Maybe a year ago, not that far, people were saying, you and I were talking about this on your air deal. Uh, can the Nuggets get a big three? 
I mean, they've got Jokic. Is Murray for real? Then Murray goes off in the bubble. And then is Porter going to be really good? Yeah, he takes a 10-point jump. Uh, so I think uh, I think the Nuggets are loaded. And uh, and how they go, I, I'm hoping they get off to a good start because that will that'll really tell us. And I give this group credit, and I told them that when we talked last week, yeah. I said, I said I think this is the last year that they can just count on all these guys getting better because they're a year older and a year wiser and that kind of thing. At that point, uh, then when they get to treat, twenty-seven is is prime age in the NF in the NBA. That's your prime. You're at your prime, and they and you're your prime till thirty-two as a rule. So they've yeah. got all these guys pre-prime, and they're ready to go. They will get. You know, this team will be better just because it got older and wiser. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, another thing I would add on the salary thing with Michael Porter Jr., why do so many people care about how much ownership is willing to pay the players? You want, <laughs> you want ownership to be able to fill the bill and to be paid big salaries for great players. Well, they let the Kemby the Matumbo walk out of here because they didn't want to pay him $10 million and, well, they, and they called him cheap. Because you got the Rockies right the, across the street. They called the Nuggets cheap for letting the Matumbo walk away. And the Rockies they, are across the, the street. The, the fan base is never <laughs> consistent, and but they are consistent in that they will criticize. What about those Rockies, Mark? I said they're right across the street. <laughs> what have they done over the years? So, you know, people think there's going to be some sort of a mimic done there. I don't know. Well, Not paying yeah. people and yeah, getting rid of them. At the- yeah, you want to have good teams. You want to have star players. You want to have hope. Uh, I think the Broncos have shown a little bit of hope now. Uh, the Nuggets certainly have great potential. The Avs are going to be a, a serious Stanley Cup contender. How can people be critical of Kroenke? They're the two best franchises in, in the four major sports in Denver. I mean, the Ivers and the Nuggets are by far the best the best organizations right now in the in the city. Yeah, and I think if you averaged out, if you said, well, who's got the best combined? I, I haven't done a study on this. I just thought of it. Who's got the best combined basketball and hockey teams? Uh, who would you take? Would you take the Nuggets and the Avs against any other any other city in America right now? Uh, Tampa Bay. Does Tampa Bay maybe won it all in both? Or they won it all in football, yeah. So, uh, you know, I think sports in Denver, it's a good time to be a Nuggets fan. Yeah. It's a good time to be a Broncos fan. It's a great time to be a sports fan right now. You've got baseball, basketball, football, hockey starting up. Uh, it's all systems go. I remember when, the, when the, I've said so many times during the Peyton Manning, you know, uh, uh, era, you know, he came in here and he won 12, 12 games a year. It was just like it was okay, fine. We're winning. I kept saying, and it caught people still calling, complaining. I don't take many calls anymore. And and you look at it and you go, folks, enjoy this. These are the good old days. Trust me, yeah. we're going to be looking back at today as the good old days. Very true. You know what they used to call that, Gil? You're old enough to remember this. I don't know if Mark <laughs> yes, I am. He's a youngster. The salad days. And, and you know why they call that? Because the good times back in the old days is when you could put, like, fresh vegetables and fruit in your salad. The salad days are the good times, so enjoy. I've it. never heard that. So maybe yeah. I'm not old enough. Uh, no, you are plenty old. I'm though. certainly not. That's got to be a California term or something they've, like they've that, got right? Their, they've got their core <laughs> locked up. And, uh, and, and what I had said earlier last week, I said, I think the Nuggets are good enough to be in the top four or five in the West 
until Jamal Murray comes back. Not, not, you know, I think they're much better when he comes back. When Murray joins his team, they're in the top three. They're in that mix. And they're, they're, every one of those teams could win the West. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting situation with Murray. We had him on yesterday on the Zoom. He's 159 days out. So he's, he's five months into rehab. Now, I'm not an expert on ACLs. I know some guys have come back less than a year. Yeah. Some guys take more than a year. Uh, there was a football player who did it in like nine some months. Some guys never come back. Yeah, some guys. So, you know, five months, and I'm thinking, okay, well, what is it? It's October, November, December, January, February, March. That's another five months. So that's 10 months, and you're already in March. So uh, I know Murray is hes a mad dog when it comes to the workouts. Uh, he, he basically told us so yesterday, and he's talking about how he wants to get back, but he's not near ready to come back yet. So I think February would be fine. Well, I don't yeah, know. February February's going to be nine months. Man, man dog, being a mad dog can also be detrimental too because you can re-injure yourself. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, there's a very fine balance. You know, a lot might depend. You know, if the Nuggets are top three in the West in February, maybe they hold him out a little bit longer, I make would. sure uh, that he's right there. Uh, you know, he's one of the key to the franchises. You don't want to, you don't want to see. And I hate to bring this up, but you know, Bradley Chubb was injured, and then they played him the next week. <laughs> And he got really injured. Now, you don't want to see that kind kind of scenario with Jamal Murray, particularly when you paid him $180 zillion, too, and he's going to be one of the faces of your franchise going forward. Uh, we got to run. I appreciate you jumping on real quick. And then uh, and the basketball season's here. Um, and, uh, Chris Marlow, we appreciate you always being a friend of the show. Hey, thanks. Great to be on with you guys. Chris Marlow. Thanks, Chris. Okay, Mark. Bye.